Namaste, everyone. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. How is everyone doing today? I hope you're well wherever you are around the world. Another live session. Very excited about this session. I pulled a couple of uh, I Ching cards for several um, viewers. Uh, today, we're going to do readings for Lady Fluffy, ex-church girl, and a fakey. And uh, I've already pulled those cards and I am here to answer your questions live. So any questions that you have, please place them on the chat. I am, I love these live sessions because I really feel the energy of you guys. I feel the energy of the universe. I feel the energy that is just coming from, um, just having a live session. Hi, Norseman. Thank you for joining us. So before I start um, uh, pulling the Oracle cards, which I've already pulled, but uh, sharing the Oracle cards, um, I want to I want to encourage you and every week I do this, I want to encourage you all to go to the ohm-heals.com. If you're looking for mental, emotional, spiritual, one-on-one support with an energy practitioner, you know, I'm obsessed about energy, everything in this universe, our thoughts, our world, our, you know, the universe is made up of energy and frequency. Please, if, if you want to uplift your frequency, you want to release and cleanse and purify things that do not serve you, that that block you from the abundance in money, health, relationships, career, you know, and you want to get that one-on-one -on -one support. You know, I do a lot of energy healing myself. I have a session with an energy healer out in Hawaii uh, in February. People said the sky is the next level and I'm going to be doing an energy session with him. It's going to be a two hour session. So I'm constantly trying to purify myself and lift my vibrational frequency. So I see energy healers all the time. So we custom match, like I said, we custom match energy practitioners with you uh, based on the answers that you give us. And so it's a custom matching. We don't just uh, list them. We custom match and you could fill out that form, the answers for free. It's fun. And so go to our website, ohm-heals.com, ohm-heals.com. Hi, Intuitive Nikki. Hi, Mikasha. Hi, Cassandra. Welcome. So ex-church girl, I'm so glad that you are. Oh, you were watching some of the crystal videos this morning. Oh, that's so great. I'm so happy. You know, I have crystals all over my home, essentially. Um, you know, I, I have this uh, yin and yang, actually, crystal that I, where's my yin and yang crystal? That Oh, right here. Look, look, look at this, my yin and yang rock crystal that I keep on my desk. Um, I keep, I'm in my home office. I also have my, uh, my crystal um, dowsing um, <laughs> pendulum and I keep a pendulum in every room. I love pendulums. I use them all the time. So hi, Lorena. Hi, BH. Hi, BH. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, I, uh, yeah, th these colors are making me happy today. So if you have a question, ask it, and I will start answering those questions after I uh, I do these or I Ching Oracle readings. So ex-church girl, I'm going to, um, I did, so before I came on, in order to be efficient with time, I actually pulled the cards before I came on. I did a meditation, 
I asked the question, ex-church girl, your question was, what can ex-church girl expect to manifest this year? What can ex-church girl expect to manifest this year? And the I Ching Oracle gave me the energy of 59, 59. And 59 says, ex-church girl, definitions, dividing lines, established patterns of life and thought. All these can be dispersed and revealed as an illusion. Center your inner authority and let your decisions flow from the essential underlying source holding everything together. The dissolution of old forms releases energy into new purpose and direction. Where and how can you be less rigid? As energy and vitality is liberated from old boundaries, where will it go? So ex-church girl, this was the card and it is such a powerful energy and message is that what do I, ex what do you expect to manifest this year? What do you expect to manifest this year? And that, that manifestation, what the I Ching oracles are saying to you is that manifestation in, is based, has a direct correlation with what you are holding onto energetically. What they're suggesting to you is to release this wisdom is to release old belief systems, release them, release any old beliefs that you have, those conditioned beliefs that you have about your life that block you from your full potential of who you really are. That's what they're saying is that wisdom is to say, examine what beliefs that you have that you're holding on to right now that block you from moving in that direction of your dreams. What are some of those beliefs? So what I would do, ex-church girl, is I would make a list. I would do go into a journaling mode now. This is a great exercise for journaling is to journal out like you have, like I would put one column, what your dreams are. What is your dreams on one column? And the second column, I would put, write down all of the beliefs that you carry that prevent you from realizing those dreams. So if you have a dream, you know, I have a dream to, you know, make a certain amount of money, list on the second column, what are some of the old conditioned beliefs that you are holding deeply that prevents you from making that, having that dream? It could be something even as deep as, you know what, I don't feel I'm worthy. I don't feel I'm worthy. I don't feel I'm good enough to have it. I don't feel, you know, um, you know, society has told me that I can't achieve that. And which makes you feel not worthy. Right. Or you feel like it's not possible. It's not possible for somebody like me. So so what it is, is you want to and then what you want to do is you want to do you want to release those old beliefs and patterns. You want to do a release. And that's where the, the tools, some of the tools that I give you, like the virtualization meditation, the virtualization, the virtualization technique, which is a beautiful technique, is to start little, deeply reprogramming your subconscious mind to believe in it. 
And as you reprogram that subconscious mind, you will be able to receive the cooperative components that will allow you to be on the path of your dreams. So ex-church girl, I didn't even see, you know, those, those videos on manifestations. I don't know if you've seen them. Go check out all of my videos and guided meditations about manifesting, about manifesting. That's really important. So like I said, one column, make sure you write your dreams. Another column, write the reasons why you believe that you, you are blocking yourself from manifesting that. So it's getting, you have to start releasing those old patterns and returning back to your infinite potential that you could realize these, your infinite potential. And that's what it's, that's what's this message is for you, ex-church girl. So I hope that that can help you. And, and watch all of the manifestation videos that I have and the guided meditations. You know, I have a bunch of them. Do If you need links to them, um, you know, I can send you the links. You could, uh, I can send, you know, you could below this video, ask me for all of those links and I can send it to you after this, 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 uh, this live session. Okay. So ex church girl. So I hope that helped you. Now we're going to go to lady fluffy. Her question was, how can I help my mother feel more fulfilled and content with her life? She's a very talented woman, but she has left. She has let her life run down for too long, allowing herself to be stuck at a job that doesn't pay well and not utilizing her own talents to live a more fruitful life. So she wants to know how she can help her mother be more fulfilled and content with her life. And so that was a question that I posed to the I Ching oracles. And they gave me the energy of number nine, number nine, which is small taming. So this is what it says. A time of restraint brings great hope for future growth and success, but it may feel more like frustration and setbacks where things don't go quite work yet, where things don't quite work yet. You must cultivate the situation and yourself in small ways, caring for the details, developing your readiness and fitness consciousness conscientiously. What small thing can I work on today? How can I cultivate a better terrain? How can I cultivate a better terrain, Lady Fluffy? So what they're saying is, is this, is that how can I cultivate a better terrain for myself and therefore for my mother? Because what it is, hi, Lady Fluffy, you're here. <laughs> yes, that is your question. I said, that is your question. Lady Terrain, the way it works is we really do not, I mean, Lady Fluffy, I'm sorry, Lady Terrain, <laughs> Lady Fluffy, the way it really works is in order for us to have any influence on others, the only way, <laughs> this is so powerful, the only way we could have any real profound influence on others is when we show up at the highest version of ourselves. When we show up with a higher vibrational frequency 
And so lay the fluffy, because what it is, is this, is that so every, all energies are connected and interwined, right? So when you show up with an amazing energy, the people around you can feel that energy, right? The people around you can feel it. And then you inspire those people around you, right? That's how you influence. That is true influence when they are inspired by you. They have to be inspired by you, right? How many times have you, you know, when, when people show up with depression, anxiety, fear, complaining, do you ever become inspired? Do you, when all you want to do is run the other way, right? So you, you influence others by how you show up in life. We have no control over, over anybody outside of us, zero control. We have zero control over situations and people outside of us. The only control we have is how we show up to life. And by the way we show up to life is how we influence others around us. And so what they're saying, the Iching Oracle in their infinite wisdom is giving the message that we, that they want you to cultivate your terrain. They want you to show up at the highest version that you could show up. So when your mother, when you're around your mother, you're not showing up with a, this lack mentality. You show up, you know, you show up so fabulous. Oh, mom, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I'm so excited about this. And I'm so excited about that. And you're doing these amazing things in your life. And when your mother sees that, she becomes inspired. And in her own time, in her own journey, she will either be inspired and do something about her life, or it's not her path to do something, and she and 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 she'll she'll go on with her life the way it is. That's she has a choice. You we you you can't make that choice for her, right, lady, a lady fluffy. You can't make that choice for your mother. But the only the only possibility of her feeling inspired about life is when about her own life is when you bring that inspirational excitement to your life. That's when she would have, that's, that would be the best way that you can help her is, wow, my life is so exciting. My life is so fulfilling. My life, the things that I'm doing with myself is so fabulous. And that energy, because that energy will broadcast to her and she will feel that energy. And that's when you ha would have the most chance of, of having her get excited about her life, but you can't do it by trying to, um, you can't do it by force. You can't say, Hey mom, do you want to examine your, your job? Hey mom, you know, those ways don't usually are not as effective. I'm um, of course you want to be supportive of her, you know, always, always you want to let her know that I am here for you. I am unconditionally here for you. And I love you unconditionally no matter what she's doing with her life. But the best way to influence her is by showing your own excitement, your inspiration for your own life. Does that make sense, Lady Fluffy? Okay, I'm so glad, Lady Fluffy. I'm so glad that that has helped you because that's, that's how I see influence happen. When people truly, authentically influence others, 
is because they are living that life already. And so you're influencing by example. Influencing by example is the most powerful way to influence your mom. And of course, you're going to be supportive of her. You're going to be gentle with her. You're going to show her unconditional love. There's no question. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to show up. I want you to start really, really cultivating your own terrain and nurturing your own terrain and showing up to her with that excitement about your own life. Okay, so now Afeki says, what can I do to see results about the health problems of my parents? What can I do to see the results about the health problems of my parents? What a beautiful question that is, because I can totally relate to that. Um, not my parents, but other family members. So the I Ching Oracle gave me this card of the energy 45, 45, which says, this may mean an external, oh, it says 45 gathering. This may mean an external gathering, investing with others in a common purpose or in an internal one. You are integrating your many roles and strengths. Explore shared roots, perhaps seeing people for guidance to align your efforts with your purpose and understand mundane daily activities as part of a larger story. What is asked of you? What are you investing in? So, Afike, this is about... Um, you know, this is about issue that you want to see your parents healthy, right? And it's one of the most painful things to see, I always say, is to see the people that we love, our family, our close family and our close friends suffer with some kind of ailment, right? That is one of the most hardest thing to watch. It's like you almost want to take their pain on their behalf. You'd rather take the pain and free them from the suffering and pain. It's true. I mean, I felt that way at times when my lay sister's son was going through chemotherapy and she said it was one of the worst things this year. It's like, you don't even know what to do. You're like, you feel helpless, right? You feel so helpless. And so one of the things that I think they want you to know is you're not helpless. You're not helpless because you feel helpless in the situation. What they're saying is gather up, you know, the mundane daily activities. What are some, some of the smallest things that you could do for your parents that will help alleviate some of that suffering and pain? Maybe you show up with a bowl of beautiful soup that they love. Maybe it's just the small things that we're not meant to be on this, you know, they have their own journey, right? Every single one of our souls has our own journey, right? Each one of us has our own journey. And, and, and sometimes that journey includes suffering and pain, a lot of health problems. So what they're saying is, is that one of, is to, to, to deal with the small stuff. How can you help in small ways and gather uh, these small activity ways that you could help that could 
that could show them how much you unconditionally love them. Because a lot of times when people are sick, they heal better when they have, they're shown unconditional love around them, right? That's how people tend to heal is when they are sick, they, it's not the illness that's even the most um, horrific thing. It's that they want to feel loved. And this is what Mother Teresa was all about. She said, you know, she used to go out into the streets of India and she used to pick up like people who have leprosy, who are homeless. Do you, leprosy, one of the most contagious disease. You think COVID is contagious? She used to literally go there and pick these people or bring them to shelter. She would, feed. and you know what she said? She said, they were in suffering and pain. These people talk about the highest level of suffering and pain. And you know what she said about these people? She said, I can easily give them shelter, clothe them, give them food. I can do that. Where it's hard is to show them love, God's love. That's what they're really looking for. They are really looking for love. So what are the small ways that you could, what are small things that you could do for your parents that just show them love? I love you. You're not here to, you know, administer, you know, uh, medical treatment. You're here to show them love. What are the small mundane things that you could do to show them love? You couldn't even sit there. Maybe you sit there, sit with them for half an hour and just hold their hand. Maybe you bring them a cup of tea and you, you help your parents drink that tea. What are the small things that you can do to show that unconditional love? Okay, so I think that's the message here. Invest in that time, invest in that unconditional love for them with the small things. Doesn't have to be big things. Allow them to be on the journey that they're on and just support them with small things. And and that, that shows love and that accumulates to something very big. So Mother Teresa's wisdom that, you know what? These people, even though they have horrible disease, they're homeless, what they really want, the essence of what they're looking for is love, love. Okay, so I hope that that answers your question. And I hope that could be helpful to any of you because, um, because what it is is that everything is about love at the end of the day, right? Everything is about love. Good morning, Yashan. Good morning, Cassandra. Uh, okay, so let me, so now, do you have any questions? Oh, Rohan. Okay, good morning, Rohan. Do you believe in twin flames? Okay, so, you know, when people, there is this myth about people when they talk about twin flames and soulmate. Yes, I believe in twin flames. However, and I believe in soulmates and things like that, all that stuff. However, the people put the twin flames and soulmates in a context that I feel like is not really correct. It's not, it's not really, you know, people associate twin flames as the love of my life that I am going to spend the rest of my life with, that we are inseparable, right? 
and that I am going to live happily ever after because I met my twin flame. That's not really the purpose of twin flame or soulmate. The purpose of twin flame and soulmate is that you are sharing this energy to teach each other something so profound for the expansion of your soul. They've come in to you. You're you're coming in to learn some profound lesson that you're going to teach each other for the expansion growth of the soul. Now, with that premise, that could look that could look like different scenarios. It could be that you might spend the rest of your life with this twin flame happily ever after. Or it could be that you're with this twin flame for three months to learn the lesson. So people have this myth that twin flame soulmate, I'm going to, if I meet that, I'm going to be live happily ever after. That's not really what it's about. It's not about that. You're here to learn lesson. And sometimes a twin flame can be somebody who is that you don't have an easy time with, that they've got a lot of shit or you have a lot of shit going on and you have a lot of things going on in your life. Excuse my French, but there's so much turmoil going on in this relationship with the twin flame. I've seen twin flame relationships where there's just so much turmoil going on. And that turmoil is for the purpose of learning the lessons with each other. That's what that's about. And so, yes, twin flame, I believe in twin flame, but it's not what you think it is necessarily that it's, we're going to get together. We're going to go our merry ways. We're going to, you know, we're going to frolic through the meadows and just, you know, go into the sunset together and live happily ever after. That's not what that really is about. And so that's why, even though you might've met your twin flame or soulmate, whatever, Maybe you're, you're with that person for the rest of our life, or maybe you're with that person for a week. Maybe you're never with that person. And that's okay. All of that is okay. And so to start to reframe your mind about twin frame to that, I don't have to be with this person for the rest of my life is a good, is a good way to reframe that this person is here to teach me things. And once I've learned that lesson, you know, whether that twin flame is in my life or not, is fine. Okay. So I hope that helped you, Rohan. I hope if you have a follow-up question, let me know. Lady Fluffy definitely works. My grandfather was in the hospital and I would call him often. He's fine now. I'm back home. You see, Lady Fluffy, the fact that you did just that, you did something so simple as just call every single day. Think about that. He appreciated that. He says, my granddaughter loves me. That's why she calls me every single day. That is healing energy right there. Yes, profound lessons, Rohan. Profound lessons that your soul needs to learn. Okay, extra girl. We get fights in every relationship. Uh, Rohan, are you talking about a current relationship or 
Yes, most of us, you know, <laughs> even great relationships, people fight, right? You know, people fight. So I just want you to start reframing this, this notion of twin frames, because I think there's this uh, society's, society has this perception about what twin flame and soulmate love is that I'm going to be with this person for the rest of my life. And we're going to go off into the sunset and live happily ever after. And that's not what it's necessarily about. That's not what that really is. It's really, uh, it's really much more profound and deep than that. It's not like, Oh, and you know, this is where people get the suffering and pain is that they're like, I, my soulmate is here, but I'm not with my soulmate. I am in mean, so much stuff, right? Like how, how many times have you seen people? They're like, that's my twin flame. I'm not with my twin flame. I am so miserable. It's like, yeah, there's a reason there. There's a higher reason why you're not necessarily with that. And maybe it's best not to be with that twin flame. Because maybe that relationship would have so much turmoil that it would give you so much turmoil and stress. And so the infinite wisdom of God, this is where we surrender. We surrender. And as we surrender to the infinite wisdom of God, that yes, I'm not with my twin flame or soulmate. Wow. How expansive is that? You will, I tell you that God will, will bring you somebody else like that. Bam. Somebody else that's with a much healthier relationship. Okay, so so that that's uh, that's the thing about twin flame. Cassandra, when my grandmother was very sick, she always feel better when I come by to feed her sponge bath, sit with her, made her happy and feel loved. Yep, absolutely, Cassandra. That is so beautiful. Wow, just by doing that, she feels better, right? It's the love. It's love energy that heals. It's the simplest things that we do that truly make a huge impact, a profound impact in people's healing. It, it's just the smallest things. You don't have to do grand things. They just, people just, we all just want love. Each one of us, we want love. Love is the most powerful thing that there is. Okay, so B. Why am I feeling so low energy, low self-esteem for the last couple of days, Moon? Okay, B. Wow, what a beautiful question. You know, I get into situations where I feel low energy. I feel low self-esteem, right? And the thing is, is that what the first thing to do is not to beat yourself up about it. Go, be compassionate. Say to yourself, B, I love you unconditionally. B, I know you have so low self, low, uh, you feel um, low, low self-esteem today, but that's okay. B, I know you feel low energy today, but that's okay. I love you unconditionally and have compassion for you. You have a right to feel that way today. You have a right to feel that way today. Just be present with this feeling. Don't try to fight it. Don't try to resist it. You have a right to have those days. Now, if you have those days for too many, for too long, that, that, that's, not, that's no longer going to serve you. 
But the reason why we have those times and days where we have low energy, we have low self-esteem is because the, the creator, our divine wants us to say, you need to revitalize your energy. In order for us to revamp our energy, our energy has to get low. We can't go high energy 24-7, seven days a week. We can't go high energy 24-7, seven days a week. We just can't do that. That's not balanced. The reason why we have high energy is because we go into a state of low energy and then that low energy tells us to to pull back and take care of ourselves and do a lot of self-care. And then that self-care will will fill up our cup again our energy cup again right so that's these are the times when you want to forgive she said b i forgive your i forgive you for i forgive myself for feeling that i should have high energy i forgive myself for feeling that i have low self-worth this is the time you know i have a a a video about forgiveness b let me find that i have a video i have an actual video about forgiving yourself forgiving yourself for anything and everything this is the time for you to forgive yourself for feeling that way because there's nothing wrong with those feelings especially you know there's nothing wrong with feeling that way as long as you're not staying in it for perpetual for perpetual time let me let me let me give you the uh, forgiveness. And I think I have a guided meditation on forgiveness, B. Let me let me find it. Okay, here. And I think I have a guided meditation um for uh for forgiveness. I I'm pretty sure. Here B. And uh let me see if I have a meditation on forgiveness. I might because forgiveness is the most one of the most important thing that you could do for yourself. Forgiving yourself. Let me see if I have forgiveness here. Uh, I think I do. I might have. You know what? I should create. If I don't have something, I'm gonna create a meditation just on forgiving yourself. I'm gonna create it and I'm gonna release it in the future. Be so you could say, I forgive myself for feeling this way. I forgive myself for this. I forgive myself. And just acknowledge the presence of those emotions. Say, thank you for being here. This shows me that I am going to work on forgiving myself for feeling low self-worth. And as you keep forgiving yourself, just do that forgiveness, this forgiveness, that you'll see those energies will, will move because energy does not stand still. There's no energy that, you know, every energy has to move in some fashion, has to get released if it's, especially if it's pent up. So don't beat yourself up during this time. Okay, B, that's what I want to tell you. You're welcome. Hello, Swarupa. You're welcome, B. And if you have a follow-up question, let me know. Okay, Rohan. Yeah, I was sick a few days ago. Five days, couldn't eat but I made roasted chicken too and enjoyed it so much. <laughs> wow. I love that. I love the fact that you did something for yourself. Wow. It was the small things. I always say it's always tell me. Um, okay. Okay. So, so B does that, does that kind of help to forgive yourself? 
you have a hard time forgiving yourself. Okay, I, I get it. I understand. And the thing is, is that you're going you're gonna to have to do a little practice with that. You're going to have to do, maybe you should journal. What I would do is this, is that I would start journaling. Do a journal, B. Create a journal. And write in the journal. Speak to your inner child. Do the inner child meditation. You know, B, I have the inner child guided meditation that I just uh, released yesterday. Use that meditation to find out why you have a hard time forgiving yourself. Why? And also journal. What I would do is I would journal. I said, uh, please, uh, be please, why do I have a hard time forgiving myself? Why is it difficult for me to forgive myself? And then as you're speaking to that deeper mind of yourself, right? You will come up with some answers. There'll be some answers. There'll be answers of like, perhaps it might be like, you don't feel you're unconditionally worthy. You don't feel you're good enough. You don't feel that you are unconditionally lovable. Those kinds of, those things may, those answers may come up or whatever answers that come up for you, journal it, write it, answer those questions. Use the inner child to get to the root cause of why you have a hard time forgiving yourself. Why? Why do you have such a hard time forgiving yourself? Find the root cause of that. What is the energy behind that that doesn't allow you to forgive yourself? And I would say more often than not, it's because you don't feel unconditionally worthy that you are forgivable. That's what it is. And you see, you saw how that, that, that self-worth thing. Why? What, what condition, what energies are you holding on to that does not allow you to say, feel I am unconditionally worthy? What is that? What is the trigger point in your life? There might have been a trigger point in your life. Maybe it was something in childhood. Maybe it was something in the past life. That unconscious mind holds on to of why you don't feel unconditionally worthy. Maybe it was a traumatic event. You know, for some people, it's in their childhood where they might have been abused by their parents. And being whether it was physical abuse, mental abuse, verbal abuse, that abuse triggers in them to not feel unconditionally worthy. And we don't, when you don't feel unconditionally worthy, you're not going to feel that you are forgivable, right? So use the inner child meditation to find the root cause of why you don't feel unconditionally worthy. Use journaling to find the root cause. Speak to your higher self. Speak to your subconscious mind. Speak to your inner child about what that root cause is. So B, I hope that helped you. These are some tools that you could do to discover your, to discover your deep, the deep things that you've been conditioned to believe, which are not true. You've been conditioned to believe that you're not unconditionally worthy. Can you find where maybe there was something in your childhood? Maybe something, maybe something, maybe your, your, your inner, your inner child will say something in a past life. It might be just an answer in a past life, in a past life. You, there was some incident or event that happened that made you feel that, that, that triggered this. And so 
I hope that that could help you be. Oh, I love that. Life itself is a, itself is a blessing. Absolutely. Yes, Lady Fluffy, you have a challenge too. I'm so glad that I could help you with this too. H, same here, B, you're not alone. B, you are not alone. This is a fundamental thing that, you know, there are days when I don't feel, <laughs> I feel so low about myself. And those days, I, I, I just want to crawl into bed and I don't want to do anything. I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to deal with anything. It's just, and then depression sets in. You know, when I have this lack of self-worth, I have a depression that sets in. So I totally understand so much trauma, right? That trauma, those traumas are, do not define you, but often we take these traumas and then it starts to define who we are. And traumas are just traumas that have happened at the time, but our inner mind takes that and holds on to those traumas. And then that affects how we behave and how we see ourselves. That really affects how we see ourselves and then how we behave in life and make decisions as we move through life. And that's why these traumas, it's good to get to the root of that trauma, like pulling out the roots. You know, I always say that, you know, I, I have this analogy of the plant. We live in like analogy of the, the plant is a beautiful creation of God, right? The plant, we have the roots and we have the branches, the leaves, the, uh, you know, the flowers, the stems, you know, and, and so the roots is not something that you could see, right? You can't see the roots. You could see the branch, you could see the flowers, you could see the stems, you could see the leaves, right? But you can't see the roots of the tree, right? And so all of this work that we do, energetic work that we do, is to get to the roots because the plant at the top cannot be healthy until the roots are healthy, right? The roots have to be healthy because those leaves, those branches, those uh, flowers are dependent on the health of the roots and the roots. You can't see them. When you look at a plant, can you see the roots? No, because they're deep inside the earth. You can't see it, but that plant or that flower's health is dependent on the health of the roots. And this is the reason why I do so much work. We want to pull out those roots. In order for you to have a healthy plant, those roots have to be healthy. And so all of these manifestations of lack of self-worth, uh, feeling of not worthy, can't forgive ourselves, uh, feeling that, um, you know, having anxiousness, a lot of anxiety, those are all triggers and symptoms of that we want to go into the roots and we want to look deeper into the roots and cleanse and purify and weed out the roots that are not healthy. And so this is our opportunity to go into the roots and, and, and find where we could, uh, oh, somebody's calling me. Somebody, my iPhone is uh, 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 ringing right now. So we want to, this is an opportunity for us to go in to those roots and cleanse it and purify it so that our plant at the top could be healthy. So I hope you can see that analogy. So that any traumas that you've had be, we wanna release them to the universe. 
those traumas, we want to let them go. But sometimes you don't even know what the trauma, sometimes you're not even conscious of it. This is why we do the work. We do the journaling. We do the meditations. We do these inner child meditations. Why? Because our subconscious mind will tell us what those traumas are. And once we know it, we can release that. We said, now I release it to the universe. It no longer has power over me. Spirit, help me to release it. That's why we, Ho'oponopono is another beautiful, I have a Ho'oponopono meditation, uh, B. Look at the Ho'oponopono, that also helps to release all that stuff. Dark Magician, hi, Dark Magician. Lady Fluffy Girl, okay. So helpful. Thank you for what you do. You're welcome, H. I am, I am honored to help in your journey of life. I am very honored to do it. So you're welcome. Um, BH, thank you for that, Moon. You're welcome. I do journal and inner child as well. I did a 90-day challenge as well with a spiritual, wonderful person to spiritual TT. Okay. Oh, beautiful. Yes, B. I'm so happy that you're doing this. Okay. So what I would suggest B is like you said, those two days that you have, you were like these two days, you're feeling that way. I get it. I understand. It's natural to have days like that. It doesn't mean that you're not making progress. I want you to know this. It doesn't mean that you're not making progress. That's the point that I, and I think that's where you're beating yourself up because you feel like I'm doing this, but I, why do I have still have days like this? Having days like this make you go even deeper and make you be present with what you're going through. Make you be present with whatever is happening. You just want to be present with it. And the more presence you have with whatever is going on in your life, whether you feel unworthy, whether you feel, um, um, whether you said unworthiness and low energy, if you just be present with that, wow, your expansion is going to be even more accelerated. And so this is what I'm telling you. you. Those, these days does not mean that you are not making progress. That's not what it means. You are making progress. And these days are going to accelerate your progress. Just be present with it and have compassion for yourself. But you are making progress. I want you to know that, okay? You're welcome, B. You're welcome. You, we, like I always say, it's all about the yin and yang energies, right? It's always about the yin and yang. It's always a dance. It's always an ebb and flow, right? Everything is an ebb and flow, ebb and flow. You're right now in an ebb state. You will get into a flow state ebb and flow. Allow those flows to happen. Don't resist. Don't think that something is wrong with you. And this is where I think we all get into that trap. All of us, not just you, B, all of us get into that trap where we feel that, oh my God, I'm going backwards. I'm not moving forward when we're actually moving forward. But sometimes we take three steps forward and then we take one step back. But that one step back is going to allow us to take five steps forward, right? So, so that's where we become compassionate and we just allow the presence. One of the most powerful things that we, could, we, can, we can do to, for the growth and expansion to accelerate our expansion is to be present in the now. 
You know, I've talked about the power of now. How many times have I talked about the power of now in videos? The power of this moment. The more you become present with this moment, the more the next moment is going to unfold for you beautifully. The more you become present with this moment, the more the next moment will unfold for you beautifully. Keep that in mind. The presence is all that we have. We never have the future. We never have the past. The only eternal truth is the now. This is our eternal truth. How can we become more and more present with this eternal truth of right now, the presence of now? Because as we become more present in this moment, you will see that the next moment will reveal itself in a more magical way with more abundance and health, money, relationships, career. You want to manifest your dreams be present in the now. You want to manifest a future where you see great abundance in all aspects of your life? Be present in the now. Be present in the now. That's how powerful this presence is in the now. The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Ram Das talks, every spiritual guru talks about the presence of now. There is no future. There's only ever the now. So if we make now more, more present, the future is inevitably going to be more magical. There is a direct correlation to that. And so we, we spend so much time being worried about the future, right? We all fall into that trap. And I understand, I get it. So one of the things that I'm practicing, I mean, I really, something happened in my life that, you know, that's pretty big. I said, you know what, Moon, this is teaching you, this situation is teaching you how to be more present right here, right now. That's what this is teaching me, how to be more present right here, right now. So I hope that all of you can exercise being more present in the now. It is very powerful. Cassandra, yes, we have to do root cleansing. My grandmother and daughter died same year, extremely traumatic. Wow. I had to make choice, either go into depth of depression or accept that these things happen in life. Cassandra, oh my God. I can't imagine how traumatic that was, Cassandra. Oh, all of a sudden, I, my eyes welled up because I'm so empathic. <laughs> I can't imagine what that was like. You are such a beautiful soul. What you have just shared with us teaches each and every one of us about how to be so elegant, how to be so present with life. I can't imagine what that did for you. Wow. And the fact that you saw that you're going to make a choice to use the death of your mother, your grandmother and your daughter to expand and grow is such a beautiful thing. Thank you so much. Let's do a quick prayer for Cassandra. 
Dear God, angels, spirit guides, divine, thank you so much for allowing us to have met this beautiful, beautiful soul, Cassandra Berry, who have lost her grandmother and daughter in the same year. Wow, you could, you have given Cassandra this opportunity of experience so that she may go so deep in her soul to understand that everything is magical at the end of the day, that her daughter and her grandmother are still with her and watching over her. And that she chose this opportunity, the death of her grandmother and her daughter to expand herself, to make her more present with life, more present with this moment, more present with the now. And so we thank you for allowing this beautiful soul to be on this earth and planet so she may inspire others with her example of how she is handling the situation. We thank you so much. And we ask you to continue to bless this beautiful soul with much abundance and prosperity in love, health, money, relationships, all of her well-being. Please protect her and support her through this journey. And so it is. Namaste. Thank you, Sir Cassandra, for that beautiful, beautiful story. And you inspired me and you are inspiring so many people. You're welcome, 1960 genius. I'm glad the message. Oh, you're welcome, Sarupa. It's Cassandra, you use prayers. Absolutely. Ah, Moon Eckert. <laughs> I like Muji. That's so funny, Moon Eckert Muji. Oh, wow, Cassandra, what a beautiful, you know, I always say my, the death of my late sister's son was, was my greatest, uh, was my greatest teacher. And you're, you're using the death of your grandmother and your daughter as your greatest teacher. You are my teacher too. You are everyone's teacher. Thank you so much. LB, I send you lots of love. B, I send you lots of love, lots of love, lots of love, lots of love. Lots of love. Oh, you're welcome. We're welcome, Cassandra. Oh, I'm so happy to do it in your honor. Just love you. I just, you know, could you imagine what the world would look like if we had, if every soul on this planet was like Cassandra? Could you imagine what each, this, what this planet would look like? That is just so, we use these moments to expand we use these moments to have more love for ourselves and love for our fellow humans. We use these moments to make that love infinite, to, to tap into the infinite love of the divine, the infinite love that is within us and around us. We use these, uh, you know, we, I call them, I don't call them tragedies anymore. I call them opportunities. I call all of these situations are opportunities for infinite expansion and growth. And that's what Cassandra is doing here. What an inspirational, what an inspiring person. And I know that every single one of you are on that path. You are using your opportunities for expansion and growth. So thank you so much. Uh, you know what? I have the most beautiful souls here. I have the most beautiful souls here. You know, the fact that every single one of you including me, we all want to expand and grow. We want to do that inner work. We want to expand and grow. That is so huge. You have no idea. The work that you do 
is so the fact that you've come here and asked questions shows me how much you want to expand and grow. Please, I ask you to to congratulate yourself. Say you, I am fabulous. You know, B, say you're fabulous. Ex church girl, uh, LB, say to you right now. Repeat after me. I am fabulous. I am worthy. I am unconditionally lovable. I am perfect. I am wisdom. I am expansive. Give yourself so much credit for all that you are doing to expand your journey. I give you so much credit and I bow to each and every one of you for doing the work for making an effort to do the work, to, to, to have an awareness of what's going on in my life that's creating these patterns, to start to want to have an awareness of these things. I give you so much kudos. You have no idea. You guys, each and every one of you, inspire me to the highest level. You inspire me. And that's why I continue with this journey. Because of you, I continue on this journey. Because of you. You're welcome. Oh, so much love. I know I have so much. I am. That's right. You are fabulous. You are perfect. You are beautiful. You are everything. You are infinite potential. And so thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes, state of Zen. I do live streamings every set. Okay, so Next Saturday. Oh, I love that state of Zen. And you've got the yin and yang. Oh, so, oh, 1960. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. You just donated. You're welcome, Lady Fluffy. You are each and every one of you. My God, how amazing. The energy, I just feel the energy of our collective coming together is so high. The frequency is so high. It's like, I'm almost like I could feel the heat running through my body because the frequency of this room is so high right now. I am so inspired by you. Every single one of you, you teach me so much. You know, with your questions, you you know how much you teach me with your questions? So much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And thank you for shining your unique gifts out into the universe. Each and every single one of you. Your, each and every single one of you you know, oh, ex-church girl, 990. Oh, the, I love this 999. It's like the angel numbers. Oh, thank you, ex-church girl. That's so sweet. You know, I never expect, you know, I never expect. So whatever I receive, I am so deeply grateful. I am deeply grateful, but I never expect. That's not why I come on. That's not why I come on. I come on because you guys really inspire me. You all inspire me. Okay, so I've got to calm my energy now. I've got to calm my energy. Oh my God, this has been so beautiful. So the way I want to close out this room now is I want to do a mantra that calls upon the power of the soul heal to restore. It's it's a Sanskrit mantra and it's Om Sohom Namah Swaha. Om Sohom Namah Swaha. So I want you to repeat after me. This is calling on the power of the soul to heal and restore itself. So this is how I want to close out this room. 
Just repeat after me. Om Sohom Namaswahe. Om Sohom Namaswahe. Om Sohom Namaswahe. Om Sohom Namaswahe. Om Nohom Namaswahe. Om Sohom Namaswahe. Om Sohom Namaswahe. Om Sohom Namaswahe. Om Sohom Namaswahe. Just allow those frequencies to vibrate in your heart chakra. And just be with it, be present with those frequencies in the heart chakra. Allow your store to restore and have the healing that it deserves. Allow it to penetrate into every cell, every tissue, every organ, and every part of your being. Allow the frequencies of this chant to infuse into every cell in your body. And so it is. Namaste. Thank you, everyone, so much for joining me. I am here next Saturday. I will be here at 8 a.m. Pacific time, one hour earlier, 8 a.m. Pacific time, which is 11 a.m. Eastern time. So one hour earlier, I will be here next week, next Saturday. But I am here every Saturday. I send you all so much love, so much blessings. And uh, thank you so much for being you. Thank you so much for shining your light, your gifts out into the universe. Thank you so much for being uniquely you and being authentically you. We are so grateful that you show up as you. And so it is. Namaste. Much blessings and love.